is Wednesday, January 10th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. A surprise coaching fire in the NFL. And the top two teams in the country go down. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is Straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Number one, Purdue. Number two, Houston. Both lose to unranked teams. The Tennessee Titans firing head coach Mike Vrabel. And it could Russell Wilson be back in Denver. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Let's talk about all this NFL news, and we'll start with the Mike Vrabel firing in Tennessee after six seasons. The Titans were actually considering trading Mike Vrabel, but they thought it would take too long, so they just decided to cut ways and fire him yesterday. I was surprised I mean, by this, AJ. Yeah, what? that's fascinating. And I get it. Like, you, you don't want to... It makes me wonder what they're looking at in the hiring cycle, like who they'd like to go after, because the idea that you could potentially bring back draft capital and not have to be on the hook for the salary seems much better than just firing him, paying the guy for to coach when he's not going to coach and getting nothing in return doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, and I, I'm with you. I was surprised by this in general. I, I think it's a mistake by the Titans. Uh, I know they've got now a more uh, analytics forward front office, and maybe that doesn't work. Uh, maybe Vrabel's not a fit for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you saw Vrabel's frustrations when they traded A.J. Brown. We saw over the course of this season they traded away what were thought to be key pieces, particularly on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Vrabel just kind of bit his tongue and and moved on. Uh, I, I think maybe both uh, both sides were a little unhappy, but I, it's a big be careful what you wish for because when you look at what Mike Vrabel's done, and you, it's easy to say, well, the last couple of years they've underachieved. They melted last year, didn't make the playoffs. They were last place in the division this year. But it, remember what this team what, what this team's had at quarterback really for the last eight ten years. Like it, Ryan Tannehill's not that good. He was never mm-hmm. that good, and they they were winning divisions with him. Uh, it, it, not just winning since, divisions, they were the number one seed in 2021, yeah. and Vrabel was the coach of the year. And since then, it's been a, a parade of bad quarterbacks coming through. And have they have they been great? No, but they've at least you know been competitive, all things considered. Um, I, I'm a big believer in this. When you fire your head coach, and you go to the uh, you, you you sit in the boardroom and you say, okay, where are we going next? And they say, you're the owner or the GM, and you say, show me the best available coaches out there. Mm-hmm. And the first name on the list is the guy you just fired. You yeah. probably made a mistake. <laughs> you probably made a mistake because, let's face it, the best available coaching candidate right now mm-hmm. is Mike Vrabel. Absolutely. So this was a uh, – to me, this is a misstep by the Titans. I, I, don't, I don't see how this can be positive. Like, if you think Vrabel's the problem with the Titans, I, I think you're wrong. And I would bet those players would say the same thing. 
Well, now the question is, does he become the next head coach of the New England Patriots? It seems like it's a slam dunk fit if they were to part ways with Bill Belichick. He, uh, Vrabel was inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame this season, and he is, you know, probably the best coach to come out of the, the Belichick coaching tree. So if there was a move to be made, then Mike Vrabel makes complete sense for the New England Patriots. And now they don't have to give up anything for him. They don't have to trade for him. They can just hire him and just pay him. I think it's yeah. a great move for the Patriots. I think, I think first off, Vrabel's going to get a job within a week. And second off, I think a Belichick decision now comes within the next day or so. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. And I mean, if that happens and you're I mean, obviously Vrabel's the uh, the perfect fit there, which then brings the, the next question. Like, what what do the Titans look for? What what are they interested in? Is it Brian Flores? Like, do they do they want to go with another defensive coach? My guess is probably not. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where the Titans are headed. But yeah, it, it's a slam dunk home run. Uh, if the Patriots do move on from Bill Belichick, which, you know, we, we still don't know. But if they do, there's it, it just makes too much sense. Yeah, and Belichick told reporters, hey, he's he's still under contract and he's just going to keep doing his job until they they find out otherwise and no decision has been made. But I do think the, the Vrabel move puts some pressure on Robert Kraft now to, to think, you know what, maybe this is the time to make the move here. And, and, and maybe it's something as simple as if Belichick agrees to this, now, I'm not saying that he will because Bill Belichick loves coaching. But what if they remove Belichick from the sidelines and make him the GM, which he already is, and president of football operations and hire Mike Vrabel to be the head coach of the team underneath Bill Belichick? I don't think that works. I, I mean, Belichick, I, I, I really he'll just don't. be too hands on. He'll just be too, I think so. too involved. Yeah, I think it, so. I, I think I mean, if you like, that's one of those things you can't. You can't hide him like he's either your guy or he's not. And yeah, I, I mean, listen, there's all the reason to think that he should continue to be the guy because he's of what he's done for that mm -hmm. organization. But it's also reasonable to to look at the other side and say, maybe it's run its course um, and, and go in a different direction, especially now that you know what's available out there. You know that there's a Mike Vrabel and you feel like that can that, that's your your next step in your progression. Maybe it makes sense. But Again, I, I think you're going to get a very similar coach, although maybe a little less, um, little less salty, little. I mean, maybe a little more <laughs> easy, easy to deal with. But, uh, it, but yeah, it, it it does make sense now for the Patriots to move. On. I don't. I don't think half moving on is the answer, though. Okay. Okay. I had seen there were some odds uh, that were online for NFL coaches to be hired. So how about I'll give you a little list here. The favorite to be the next Chargers head coach. If you had to guess, who is the betting favorite right now to be the next Chargers head coach? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is your favorite with Ben Johnson, the second favorite, the play caller there in uh, in Detroit. Detroit to be. He's the second favorite at seven to one. OK, here we go. Up next, favorite to be the commander's head coach. Who's your guess? Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is the second favorite, tied with Jim Harbaugh. Ben Johnson, the Lions' offensive okay. coordinator, is the favorite for that job. Falcons head coach, who is the favorite for that one? Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. 
Um, How about this? You're, you're not going to guess it. Mike Bill Bel- Nope. Bill Belichick. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Belichick crazy. is the favorite to be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, these odds are probably not reflective of the firing of, uh, oh, no, yeah, no, Vrabel is on this list. So um, we'll move on here. He's obviously the favorite for the uh, Patriots job. It's Vrabel and, and Gerard Mayo are the favorites for, for the for the, for the currently occupied Patriots job. Yes, because the odds say, if not Belichick. <laughs> uh, here we go. Next Panthers head coach. I think you're going to be surprised by this. I really, I really am. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a clue. I know that the t- they, they asked the Texans to talk to Bobby Slowick, and I, if I were the Texans, I would just say no. <laughs> Kellen Moore. Oh, my God. No, that can't be. <laughs> Yes, that can't be. Yes, Kellen Moore's the betting favorite to be the head coach of the Panthers. Give me the price on no. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, All right, next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Now, this is obviously the Vrabel job is gone. Where do you think they decide to go here with the uh, with the Titans head job? Yeah, I, my thought is that they're going to go with someone on offense. Maybe I'll, I'll take a stab with him again. What about Eric Bieniemy? No, the favorite is actually Mike McDonald, who is the current Ravens defensive coordinator. Yeah. So okay. another defensive coach, possibly. Uh, and then I mentioned the Patriots. It's Gerard Mayo and Mike Vrabel. Uh, no odds up for the Raiders, which is interesting because uh, I thought, you know, there'd be odds, but hey, maybe it is uh, the current guy who has the job right now is going to be their next head coach in Antonio Pierce. I actually saw an article uh, yesterday that if Antonio Pierce does not get the Raiders head coaching job, then the Giants should hire him to replace Wink Martindale as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I I mean, that's a good call. Certainly a hire that the fan base can get behind, and he is a, yeah. you know, he's a Giants legend. Or, I mean, he started his career playing in Washington. Why not be a candidate for the head coaching job in Washington? But the, do, they want, either. do they want a defensive guy after they just had one for yeah. all these years without success? They, and the question is for Antonio Pierce, like, does, is, he, is he willing to be a coordinator? Mm. I, well, I mean, if he, he doesn't he, get a head coaching job, I mean, sure, right. he's going he's gonna to yeah. get a coordinator job. He's, I'll tell you what, he's not going to be a linebacker's coach. I can promise you that. I would, I would he's guess gonna you're be, right. He's going to be either a head coach or a defensive coordinator. All right, other news in the NFL uh, in regards to Super Wild Card Weekend. The Steelers have announced that T.J. Watt is out officially, which we expected that to be the case. Yeah. And Mason Rudolph will remain QB1. I don't think anyone is surprised by that, AJ. No, I, I think I said this last week. If, if Mason Rudolph gets them to the playoffs, it's not like they're going to change their mind and say, let's go with Kenny Pickett now. Like, this is, this is the least surprising news. And I think that's why you've seen the Bills as, you know, double-digit favorites. It's, uh, it's, it's Mason Rudolph in a road playoff game. There's just not a lot of hope that, that mm-hmm. that's the right answer. But... Uh, but I, I don't know that it's worse than Kenny Pickett. And I don't know that it's a bad move for the Steelers organizationally to just kind of say, listen, we get it. Kenny Pickett, you're, you're, you were a first round pick. We may have, we, we messed up. Mm-hmm. Like the last thing you want to do is let Kenny, like make another controversy right now. You can probably move on from Kenny Pickett and no one's going to care. Um, if Kenny Pickett wins a playoff game, now you got to have a conversation and you know, do we, do we have to keep this guy now? I don't think the I don't think the Steelers want to be married to Kenny Pickett anymore. I think they want out of that business. 
The Steelers' record, and this is something that you probably already know because I'm sure you've uh, given it out on the Dream Pod at some point. Without TJ Watt, do you want it? Do you know what the Steelers' record is? I know I have given that out before. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what the most updated is. One and ten straight up, mm-hmm. four six and one ATS in those eleven games. Yeah, he's a he's what uh, some would call a valuable player. <laughs> one and ten straight up without tj watt playing i mean look they're 10 point dogs right so it's yeah, gonna t- yeah. it's, <laughs> i don't anticipate them winning this one uh, also some news involving super wild card weekend the weather in kansas city this weekend is supposed to be one of the coldest games in nfl that's history. what i've heard yeah it's pretty wild the forecast right now is calling for, let's see. First, let's see the, the in history, we have the coldest games. We have the Ice Bowl, 1967. Mm-hmm. That was uh, minus 13. The 1982 AFC Championship Freezer Bowl in Cincinnati was minus 9. The 2016 wildcard game. Remember when Minnesota had to play outdoors because yeah. of the, the, the stadium issues? The stadium so collapsed. Yeah, they were at TCF Bank Stadium. I think that's the name yep. of the stadium, right? That's where uh, Minnesota the University plays. Yeah. Um, that was minus six degrees. The 2008 NFC Championship game in Green Bay was minus one degrees. Well, the temperature right now is below zero. That's right. And Yeesh. a wind chill factor could bring it down to minus seven minus eight minus nine this is going to be a dangerous game for the miami dolphins yeah i was going to say does you think that uh you think that that division championship was important (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot different playing in 72 degrees and uh, yeah i i I played the kansas city chiefs i played the under in this game Mm -hmm. um now i I played the the under before i knew what the weather was going to be uh, so that should tell you something, but yeah, now that I know what it is, I feel pretty good about it. Um, these are, these are two offenses that have not been the same in the second half of the season. And I mean, honestly, the, the strength of these two teams has been their defense recently, particularly the chiefs. I mean, the chiefs defense has been super strong enough to, to keep them in the mix. Um, but yeah, the, these weather conditions, it, it sounds horrible for the dolphins. Like this is their offense is not built to play in these types of conditions. Like they, they, they are a finesse team, and this is about the the worst thing they could have drawn. It's it's actually worse this week in Kansas City than it's going to be in Buffalo. So I, I mean this this was the worst draw that the Dolphins could possibly get. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy because like I guess there's a um, there's like an Arctic blast like yep. coming through the country and swooping through that belt where uh you know it crosses through Kansas City and yeah with the wind chill it's going to be like negative double digits feel real feel outside for both of these teams so the spread right now is Chiefs minus 4 the total is 44 one non playoff nugget uh involving uh, NFL teams Russell Wilson and the Broncos the Broncos are allegedly Leaving the door open for Russell Wilson to return next season. This is this is so weird. I, I don't I mean, see how this how, works. How does how do you come back from this? I don't know. I I mean, I, I guess you just say, well, you're you're under contract. We're not cutting you, and you pay him that money. 
and you move, but it's like, why, why did you, why all this hubbub then? Um, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I'm not sure if, if this does end up happening, it makes what they did the last couple of weeks of the season seem really strange, doesn't it? Yeah, of course, because especially the fact that they approached him or reportedly approached him and asked him to waive the salary guarantee, and he right. said no, so they benched him to avoid the injury guarantee, and now they're not going to release him? <laughs> now they're going to ask yeah. him to play and be it, their quarterback? It, the whole thing is just very, very strange. He's guaranteed yeah, I, $39 million whether he's on the team or not this season. Yeah. This upcoming season. I, um, yeah. My suggestion is is – pay the man his money, find the next quarterback while you're at it. You, I mean, 39 million, like you said, he's, he's paid 39 million, whether he's on the team or not, pay him that money and and then move on after next year. Yep. Well, that's going to be an interesting case to keep an eye on. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. We'll have more on super wild card weekend coming up. Uh, I guess tomorrow morning, we'll do a full breakdown of these games. Of course, uh, later on tonight, we are recording RJ Bell's dream preview. So you want to make sure you're locked into that podcast as well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it and it's so easy here Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ. It's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. Wild night in college hoops last night where we saw the number one team in the country and the number two team in the country go on the road and lose to unranked opponents. Uh, University of Houston, 53-57 loss 
at Iowa State. Iowa State Hilton Magic is a real thing. It's a tough place to play, so uh, not the not, not the craziest result. Uh, Houston was like a three-ish, two-and-a-half-ish point favorite, so it, it's not that mind-blowing. Purdue, a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite at Nebraska. They get blown out. 88-72 is the final and is, this is, I mean, Nebraska does have some bigs. They were able to to give Zach Eady a little bit of trouble, uh, 15 points and seven boards for Zach Eady on six of 10 shooting. Uh, but he was pl- his plus minus was negative 10. So not the best night for the, the likely player of the year. So does this uh, mean El- now there's there's no more undefeated teams? Houston was the last of the unbeaten teams. So uh, there are no more. They are all gone now. Elsewhere in the top 25, University of Kentucky, 90-77 win over Mizzou. Texas, 74-73 win. Uh, a system play that, that didn't go right, Scott. This was an well, unranked that, you know Cincinnati what? team. I have to – we got to adjust this, okay, because the true system is when both teams are ranked. And you have the lower-ranked team as the favorite. Because there have been some instances where the unranked team is a favorite. And while that, you would think, might fall into a better system, it actually isn't. The 6-1 and system right now, with the only loss being that Clemson-North Carolina game from this past weekend, is when they're both ranked. When they're both (laughs) – why, did you have – you had Clemson? Of course I had Clemson, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) when when they're both ranked – the lower ranked team is favored. It's six and one on the system. The secondary system, not as good because I believe we had some uh, some games that fell into that this past weekend also that didn't wind up covering. Well, uh, Dylan DeSue, 33 points, six boards and four steals in the win for Texas. Max Acemas, the Oral Roberts transfer, hit the game winner. Uh, well, they, Cincinnati had a chance to, to win at the end and missed it. And the announced team said, uh, Texas survives an upset bid from Cincinnati. Cincinnati, of course, was like a four and a half point yeah, home yeah, favorite. Yeah. So I, I always hate that too. When when, it when me crazy. Team, I hate when teams rush the court or, or you know, like after like an alleged upset win when yeah. they were like seven point yeah. favorites in the game. You didn't even cover. <laughs> you didn't even cover, bro. Uh, number eleven, Duke, a seventy five fifty three thrashing of Pitt. Baylor, eighty one. BYU 72 in a matchup of two ranked teams. Number 14, Baylor, uh, gets the win there at home. And I I think we're going to see that. Cincinnati, uh, BYU, and Houston, the three new guys in the Big 12, welcome to Big 12 basketball, where Mm. night in and night out, you're playing against big boys. This is a – it's tough. It's not the AAC anymore. Uh, It's not the the WCC. There's no more more trips to, to Santa Clara or Pepperdine in your future, BYU. Number 16, Auburn, 66-55 winners at home against Texas A&M. Boise, 65-58 winner over number 17, Colorado. That actually is an upset. And number 20, Utah State, 83. Wyoming, 59, another dominant performance there. Creighton, an 84-58 road win in the Big East uh, over DePaul, over hapless DePaul. Another loaded slate in college basketball today. Top 25 teams in action. Number three, Kansas, who may be number one next time we uh, we hear from them. They are six-and-a-half-point road favorites at Central Florida. Number five, Tennessee, a short one-and-a-half-point favorite at Mississippi State. 
Clemson minus one and a half, the number 21 team in the country on the road at Virginia Tech. Number seven, Tar Heels of North Carolina minus four and a half at NC State. Might look to the dog there. Uh, and North Carolina has been way better than I thought, but you know, there's a tough, a tough road streak uh, happening for North Carolina right now. Eventually, it's got to it's got to catch up to them. Number thirteen, Memphis, a massive twenty and a half point favorite against UTSA. Number four, UConn, minus four and a half at Xavier. Of course, they are still without their big man. Number fifteen, Wisconsin, a road dog. They are catching one and a half points at unranked Ohio State. Uh, I kind of I kind of like Scani there. I'm uh, I'm not sold on this Ohio State team. So Wisconsin looking like they may. I mean, well, and Wisconsin is now the first place team in the Big Ten after Purdue goes down. Number nine, Oklahoma hits the road. They are catching four and a half at unranked TCU and number 11 Marquette, an 11 and a half point home favorite against Butler. So do you like TCU laying four and a half over the number nine team in the country? Because that seems surprising. Uh, it, it is a little surprising, but Oklahoma's not uh, loved by analytics. So, and, and TCU is. TCU's coming off of a, a pretty ugly loss. So this is this sets up as a nice bounce back spot for them. Uh, I say an ugly loss. They lost by two at Kansas. A heartbreaking loss, I should say. Uh, getting, you know, Hunter Dickinson kind of bails out Kansas late against TCU in what would have been like a, a season-defining win. Uh, my thought is they get home, they probably bounce back here against Oklahoma. The main headline in the NBA from last night, the Miami Heat have, have extended head coach Eric Spolstra. It is a record eight-year, $120 million deal for one of the top coaches in the NBA. And uh, it's the most committed money. Get this, AJ, the most money in North American coaching history. $120 wow. million dollars for an eight year extension. I mean, let's be honest, like what he's done with that organization is really incredible. And it's, it's one thing to, to have success when you had LeBron and D Wade and, and those guys, but what he's done since then is incredible. This is not a team that we look at and go, yeah, yeah, they're one of the more talented teams in, in the league. They're just not yet. They're always in the mix. They're always overperforming that's usually on coaching, right? That's you. It, like if, if a team has all the talent and they underperform, the coach gets blamed. If a team is short on talent and overperforms, the coach deserves their love. So kudos to, uh, to Spolstra and man, that's a, uh, that's, that's going to be a long, long relationship between those two, uh, between that organization and that coach, because it's already been pretty long and you're yeah, talking he's, adding he's 10 more years onto it. I mean, this is a, uh, yeah, this is a big deal. He, he's, he's one he's, of the best for sure. When he took over in 2008 and, and Pat Riley just appointed him, like I, I, a lot of people like didn't know who Eric Spolstra was. And it's yeah. like, well, you know what? I mean, Pat Riley, that guy knows basketball. And maybe he, you know, picked the right guy because he has made it to the NBA finals six times. He is one of 14 coaches in the history of the league to win two championships. His 109 playoff wins our fifth all time and second behind Popovich in terms of active coaches, his 725 wins 19th all time in NBA history. He like Greg started- Popovich has been Greg Popovich has been to six NBA finals. So think about that. Yeah. If, if like, yeah. if, if we're talking about the, you know, one of the greatest of all time and Greg Popovich, who a guy, or at least a guy who's going to be recognized as that Spolstra needs to be in that conversation. Hasn't, hasn't won as many as Popovich, but I mean, certainly to to make six appearances, and it, obviously Spolster's got a lot more to go. 
Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how many more finals appearances he'll have, but I'm, I'm guessing that he ends up with at least one. He, he's a lot closer than the Spurs are right now. I can tell you that. He started his career with the Miami Heat in 1995 as a video coordinator underneath yeah. Pat Riley, spent 13 years being groomed to then take over when Riley stepped down in 2008 and has been the guy since. And there's no argument like besides Popovich right now. And we can argue the merits of Popovich at this point in his career. But Eric Spolstra is arguably top three coach in the NBA right now. And and no yeah. one's going to and no one's going to like surpass him over the next like couple of years. Well, I mean, Maybe. remember, there's a, there's another guy with six finals appearances named Steve Kerr. Yeah, uh, who, that's, that's who's got four, four rings as well. Mm-hmm. So he, he, another guy who shouldn't be overlooked. And you can say, well, it's talent. And and certainly Steve Kerr's had more talent than Spolstra has at least the last couple times. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there's a, there's a handful of guys in that conversation, but Spolstra certainly deserves to be in it. All right. Well, uh, the Miami Heat are home tonight to host the Oklahoma City Thunder. OKC minus four and a half to the Heat reward. They're now <laughs> newly wealthy head coach with an upset victory. Yeah, someone gave me $120 million. Uh, I'm probably celebrating and may not be totally focused on work the next day. That's all I'm thinking. But uh, no, this is a, it's an interesting line. I, pr- I probably do lean to the Thunder, though. Okay. Uh, the Timberwolves are at the Celtics. Boston still undefeated at home this year. They are six and a half point favorites. You're still riding with the Seas on their home floor? I think if you give me six and a half with Minnesota, I have to take it. I I do think this Minnesota team is very good. So six and a half is a big number, even on the road. So uh, I'll back back the dogs here. The Kings are at the Hornets. Sacramento laying six and a half. Spurs are at the Pistons. San Antonio, a three (laughs) and a half point. Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win. Yeah, I don't know what to think here. I I certainly don't want to lay three and a half with the Spurs on the road. Uh, The Pistons have been itching to make something happen maybe this is the chance they can do something yeah but with Cade Cunningham out for the next week or so oh yeah no you're probably right yeah yeah Spurs no thanks exactly I yeah I'm I'm passing this game Wizards are at the Pacers Indy minus seven and a half total of 251 and a half the Sixers uh, likely without Joel Embiid uh, once again he's dealing with that knee issue they're at the Hawks Atlanta two and a half point favorites Rockets are at the Bulls Chicago Lane four and a half Pelicans at the Warriors Golden State a small one and a half point favorite Nuggets at the Jazz Denver Lane six and a half and the Raptors doing the uh, LA back-to-back played the Lakers last night they played the Clippers tonight Clippers minus nine and a half Boy, was I stung last night, AJ, in the NHL by some uh, some bad puck luck, if you will. Uh, had the uh, Edmonton Oilers laying a goal and a half, and with three minutes almost of an empty net, they could not get the third goal to put them up three to one. They won the game two to one. I sent you a video. I actually posted it on Twitter last night. Zach Hyman, who a couple of seconds earlier took a shot at the open net and was rejected by one of the Blackhawks defenders who like dove in front of the net and made an incredible save. And then on this play with under a minute left, he could have, he could have skated and walked the puck to the net and just glided it in. But cause the defender like dove and fell down and he yeah. shot it wide of the empty net. Like well wide was well close. wide. Yes. It was a freebie. That was an embarrassing miss of an empty net. That one stung. And then I had the Bruins against the Coyotes. And in overtime, 
David Pasternak had a breakaway and was stone cold robbed by Connor Ingram. Later in overtime, he's on another breakaway, beats Ingram, and clanks off the post. And then the Coyotes come down. Bruins goaltender Linus Olmark got hurt in overtime, had to come out of the game with like two minutes left in overtime. And so they bring in Jeremy Swayman, who played the night before. He's cold. He's been sitting on the bench for over two hours. And the first shot that he faces goes in. And uh, Nick Schmaltz got the game winner for the Coyotes. So, you know, but more importantly, Mm -hmm. that was over five and a half, right? Yes, it was over five and a half. Yes. Uh, It wound up being six. Like I said, it was going to be, and it still goes over. Um, But what, you know, it wasn't all disappointment. Did hit some winners last night with the over in the Kraken game and having the Canucks as dogs against the Islanders. I mean, that seemed like a freebie to me. Vancouver, one of the top teams in the NHL right now. I mean, they're, they're incredible. They they really almost said playing good ball, but I guess not. They're playing good puck. Is that, is that a thing? They're playing great puck. Uh, okay. Right, <laughs> right now with 57 points, that's second most in the entire NHL behind the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, there, there's no doubt in my mind, Rick Tockett is the favorite for the Jack Adams Award, which is the coach of the year in the NHL right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get Rick Tockett at plus 175 for the Jack Adams Award. It's under the awards tab, and that is for the coach of the year. Just a small three-game schedule tonight on the ice. The Canadiens are at the Flyers, and boy, there's there's some news with the Flyers. Now, it doesn't affect them right now. Uh, Philadelphia, by the way, is minus 180 in this one. But AJ, one of the Flyers' top prospects, Cutter Gauthier, who is one of the bright young players in the United States system. He just won the gold medal at the World Juniors for Team USA. He allegedly told the Flyers he did not want to play for them. (laughs) Yes. And so the Flyers, or or he, he refused to meet with the Flyers. And the reports were that, hey, um, well, uh, do you, he doesn't want to play for you. So the Flyers trade him to the Anaheim Ducks. Now, the Flyers selected him with the fifth overall pick in last year's draft, or two seasons ago, the 2022 draft. The fifth overall pick, like I said, he just starred for Team USA, winning gold medal in the World Juniors, and he was scheduled to report and said, you know what? No thanks. What what do they get back for, for a player like that? They got a pretty good prospect uh, in exchange, but not of the level of Cutter Gauthier. Um, So it's Jamie Drysdale is the player they got in exchange for him. He's a good winger, but he is uh, not, he's not the uh, type of prospect that Gauthier is. So this is a really interesting thing. And you know what? Philly, Philly's saying the um, Philly's saying like the, the right things are like, we don't want you, bro. Like we, we we don't want you either. Like, pardon my ignorance, but like, is there what what were his options? Like, if they said, "Well, you're playing for us, or you're not playing," like, what like could he just would he just go play overseas, or, or what's so. the deal? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, is it what's what's the money like for hockey overseas? Is it close to what he could make here? No, I mean, but if he wasn't being called up to the NHL and they were just, you know, maybe they were keeping, maybe he, I don't know, maybe he saw a quicker path to the NHL not playing for the Flyers. I highly doubt that, but. The Flyers yeah. aren't that good. Like, it's, he probably got well, options there. <laughs> yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, defenseman Jamie Drysdale, as well as a 2025 second-round pick, goes to Philly in exchange for Cutter. So the trade was made, and uh, it's funny. John Tortorella, who's the head coach of the Flyers, he was like, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. I'm not talking about him. Never met him. Not going to okay. talk about him. <laughs> and you know what? Good. God bless him. God Beat bless it. him. Beat it. Beat it, kid. Uh, but now, you know, you look at um, what the the Anaheim Ducks are building, and it's basically team. It's basically the Team USA from the World Juniors uh, for the past couple of seasons. It's got a bunch of good young studs on that Anaheim Ducks team. It's going to be fun to watch. All right, here's the other two games on the schedule. It's a TNT doubleheader. The Wild are at the Stars. Dallas is a minus 198 favorite. And then the Vegas Golden Knights are at the Avalanche. Colorado minus 142. Vegas has not played good puck. They are not playing good. They're playing shit puck right now. Three and uh... seven in their last 10 games. Yeah, I, I I don't know what's going on exactly. I don't know what it's going to take for them to bounce out of it. But I've watched them a couple times, and it's it's not been pretty. It's not not been fun. Uh, it was a lot more fun when they just never lost. And yeah. now I'm kind of like, oh, this isn't this isn't ideal. So, uh, not sure if going to Colorado is the 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 best place to go get right. Nope, they're nine, eight, and three on the road this year. Meanwhile, Colorado seventeen and five on home ice, and they've won seven of their last ten games. We have a money-saving offer for you at pregame.com right now. You can save $15 off of any purchase at pregame.com. And in honor of the Michigan Wolverines winning the College Football Playoff National Championship, the promo code is MICHIGAN15. Yes, you could be a Michigan man. Michigan 15. That gets you $15 off at pregame.com. Take it off of anything you purchase on the website. Save $15 using the promo code Michigan 15. For AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. Hey, yeah.